thank you for choosing the Burger Ball Podcast, hosted by Metstradamus Blog's John Coppinger and Josh Chaplin. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. In the age of digital media co-opting our attention and making the ballpark less interactive with the game itself and more suitable for attractions and experiences, stadiums have added wealths of entertainment and food options to help draw fans to the park. And some of these ideas have worked magnificently, while others have failed. But this out-of-stadium experience that was announced by Major League Baseball stands to be the greatest that it has ever achieved, and I find myself lucky to be in the city that is hosting this event. Major League Baseball is set to host its inaugural Food Fest at Bryant Park on April 21st and April 22nd, where for $25, all 30 Major League Baseball teams will be represented, and you can try a food item, a staple, from each of the stadiums. Now, you'll be limited to two-hour slots, and for an additional 15 bucks, you can try some craft beer. But this is the biggest announcement, and I know someone who is probably just a little more excited than I am. I love this. I love this, and it's hard for me to nail it down to, like, a few things that are must-haves, at least for me. Now, I'm hoping that all of these items are available in sample sizes, because then at least there'd be a possibility of having them all in two hours. Because I'd love to try them all. But there are, you know, there are some I'm really looking forward to, like really looking forward to. And, uh, and I don't know if it's going to be, you know, I'm just, I don't know how much of it I'm going to be able to eat. I'm so looking forward to this. I hope to be there. I'm, uh, we're, we're working on logistics now. I hope to be there. Uh, and, but there's, I think what I've done is I've nailed it down to eight, four in the, in the American League, four in the National League. That, for me, I think are must-haves. So if you want to go down the list, I'll let you know what the must-haves are for me. All right. Let's review them all. So let's do it. Let's review them all. And if you want to jump in at any point, just do it because I'm going to be salivating over here. So yes. let's start I'll with the – I'll probably jump in at all the points. So go ahead. So let's start with the American League. And before we start, if you want some pictures and some real expert analysis, head on over to USA Today's For the Win. Our friend Ted Berg – Uh, ranked his top priorities 1 through 30 on this list. So we're going to start with the Baltimore Orioles. The Chesapeake Waffle Fries. They are waffle fries paired with crab dip made of crab, cream cheese, and mayo. That's that's on my must list for me. So that's number one on my must list. That's number one. It seems like it's an even – I I don't know if I can rank the eight. Okay. But that's that's definitely on – that seems like better version. Of the chicken pizza fries that they serve in Philadelphia. And oh, yeah. I love chicken pizza fries. I go there every time. Uh, I get them every time I go there. And they're really good. They're very salty, but they're very good. I'm, and I'm willing, I, I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to trying these Chex- the Chesapeake fries. Because they're from Baltimore, so you know Old Bay is going to be involved at some point. I think they're going to knock this out of the park. I'm just scared for my cholesterol trying crab, cream cheese, and mayo on top of waffle fries in one sitting. Oh, man. Oh, they Uh, cancel each other out. 
It's a little-known nutritional fact. <laughs> I'm sold. I'll take 10. The cholesterol cancels each other out. They're too busy fighting with each other. I'll take 10. The uh, the Boston Red Sox have the New England lobster rolls. Uh, that's going to be lobster meat with lettuce, butter, dry parsley, and lemon lemon pepper on a roll. If I was a lobster guy, that would sound like a, a really good thing. So if you're a lobster person, you should try this. I don't know if that's going to be for me, but uh, but it's, it's, it sounds like a must have if you're a uh, if you're a fan of New England as a whole. Definitely. And I'm just a little bit concerned about the quality of mass-produced lobster. I think at the stadium they get away with it because they're actually making money. I don't know how they're divvying up yeah. the profits here. And and with the travel, it's probably not going to be authentic New England lobster. It's not. It's right. going to be – Well, it's a, and that's the thing about lobster. If it's fresh, it can be done. And the lo- there, uh, There's a lobster food truck in Maine that, that makes it pr- fresh every day. They were on Shark Tank, and they're making billions of dollars now. Wow. And that's the key. It's got to be fresh. So I think it's called the Lobster Main something, Main Lobster Company or something or other. Ooh, yeah. They, they're going with that innovative patented IP. Uh, so they have um, – <laughs> and, and we're going to go to the Chicago White Sox here. Uh, they have a Southside Horseshoe, which is Italian sausage, French fries, cheddar sauce, on, and garlic Texas toast. That's it. That sounds really good. That's not on my must-have list, but uh, you know the Texas toast is interesting. Sounds Te- really good. I, I like the fact that they threw the fries on there. I'm not a sausage guy, but uh, that that definitely adds some credibility to that sandwich. Uh, we're gonna go to the flamethrower, which I assume is after Andrew Miller, or or am I misguided here with the Cleveland Indians? Um, it could be could be for Kluber. It could be for Kluber. So it's it's a pulled pork burger. With bacon jam coleslaw and uh, get this flaming hot Cheetos. That's that's very interesting. If I, I you know I, I'm not a big I'm not really big on coleslaw and there are a few of these dishes that have coleslaw. I mean I could take it in small doses, but uh, yeah this is I, I hope this is in sample size because I'd really like to try this. So are you not a mayo guy? Is that is that your argument? No, against I am a mayo guy. It's a col. It's just the coleslaw. It's the cabbage. Uh you you don't like the crunch? Yeah, the cr- well, it's just this cabbage. The taste of cabbage, you know. <laughs> Crunch is great. Cabbage, I'm, but I have I have had coleslaw. I have uh, in a pinch. I could eat coleslaw, and if it's to try something like this, then I'll go for it. it it's as if Dam Drop says coleslaw and lettuce is just crunchy water. So that's it. That's it. The Detroit Tigers have chicken shawarma nachos, pita chips, topped with chicken, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles hummus, and garlic sauce. This is interesting. I'm not a big pickle guy, um, but this seems very it, this seems very interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with the variety of nachos on this list. Yeah. On, on the list of 30. Yeah, they're being equally represented and even greatly represented, and it warms, it warms my heart. The Houston Astros have, like, something that I would consider good, but maybe not really representative of the neighborhood. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a case for it. Uh, a chicken waffle cone? It's popcorn chicken with mashed potatoes and honey mustard inside of a waffle cone. I'm definitely having that. This is the second on my must-have. I wouldn't have pegged you for that. I would have thought that because of the weird association, you would have been like, eh. Nah, I don't need the weird. I, the association doesn't matter to me. Good okay. Is good. Okay. And now, I, I was half expecting to look and see a burger with a repa on it and you to freak out, but unfortunately, they didn't capitalize on that. Oh, I would have died if that Todd Helton burger had a rep on it. I would have, I, I would have sued. <laughs> I would have been like, "Dude, come on! I came up with this," but that didn't happen. So there'll be no litigation from me this season. So uh, the Kansas City Royals have the brisket acho, brisket nachos with 
cheesy corn beans and barbecue sauce. Okay, now, if if I wasn't already going to Kansas City in May, <laughs> this would be on my must-have list. But I'm keeping them off the must-have list for this outing because I'm probably going to have this in May when I head out to, to uh, Kauffman Stadium. And that's the only reason it doesn't make the list because it sounds really, really spectacular. It does. The cheesy corn and the beans combined with the barbecue sauce. So good. Yeah. We're going to need a report from that when you do travel down to venture, uh, Kansas city. Oh, you got it. It's done. The Los Angeles angels have a pork katsu, which is pork topped with curry served with rice. Another very interesting, if you're into curry and if you're into Indian spices, this is for you. I don't know if it's for me, but you know what? It's inventive. It's very California and it, it works for them. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's when I think of baseball, it's not what I think of. I'm curious how this is going to be served. Maybe in a in a cardboard tray. Uh, a bento bowl, perhaps? Yeah. How, how are they going? It's it, Because if pork is the base... They're like, how much pork is going on the bottom of this thing? Or I guess the rice is going to be the base, but it, it just seems well, like that's the one thing. Yeah, that's the one thing with bowls and whatnot. If it or, or even like burritos, like when they layer the things, they they almost layer them like too too much that like okay, you have one bite and you have just the lettuce, and you have one bite and you have just the beans. It's not mixed well sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like this is a good food option but maybe not for this this is probably my lowest uh desired uh, uh food offering I'm, I'm struggling here because the minnesota twins have the curd mark marzik how, how do you Marz marzik I, I guess marzik I, i'm trying not to sound too ignorant here the curd marzik which is breaded cheese curds and bratwurst topped with brown gravy it's I, i'm intrigued because this could this could be this could be mediocre or this could be spectacular because this is this is basically poutine, and it I'm is. a big fan of poutine. But I feel like I've already had the best option of poutine out there because I've been to Canada, <laughs> and I've had La Banquise in Montreal, and I don't know how any poutine tops that. So I might be a little snobbish when it comes to this, but I, de I, I definitely want to at least try it. Are you hoping that each of these teams has to physically haul a U-Haul? With their food and figure out storage and bright and dry prep and everything to get to New York City. Oh, they should. Oh, they should have to. It should be like an episode of Top Chef, <laughs> where they load themselves into Bryant Park, struggling through everything, trying to find the best ingredients from their designated area. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Who who stole the the, the, the tin foil or the or the plastic wrap? It was the plastic wrap. That was a big controversy on one of the. Uh, episodes of last chance kitchen so if you're a top chef fan you know what you already know what i'm talking about i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to find that market i have no idea i love those shows i haven't <laughs> seen that episode uh the the new york yankees have an interesting option um the adobo bow uh chicken and pork rind served in a bun not what i think of when i think of the new york yankees yeah no not at all it's it, it, it does seem like another very interesting uh and different uh especially for them you know the yankees I haven't been to a Yankee game over there in a couple of years. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like when I go there, all of their really inventive foods are, are in the exclusive areas that I can't get to. <laughs> and the stuff that I have, and seriously, and the stuff that I have access to is just like, eh, okay. You know, Carl's cheesesteak is very good. It's probably the, my favorite option that right. I've had over there. Right. But otherwise, they have Johnny Rockets, which I can get anywhere. 
Um, and they have this thing where um, it's like nachos, but it's basically like they give you a bag of Doritos and you, you just put some cheese on it, and, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's, it's like it's like the Yankee. You get like like at City Field, we have access to a lot of really good food. Oh yeah, like not all of it is in the exclusive areas. Yankee Stadium, I feel like their best best food options are are in the places that we can't go. It's tiered. It's Marie Antoinette areas versus the plebe areas, and we're we're usually the plebes. So and we're the plebes. We're usually the plebes. I did sit. I did sit in um in one of their nice areas for one game and and yeah i thought the food options were a lot better (laughs) brian cashman wasn't dangling nachos in bags saying let them eat crappy nachos with pre-processed cheese (laughs) i I see you know analytic analytically doritos and chili make the best sense i guess (laughs) analytically speaking yeah i'm I'm, yeah but this is but this is a good you know, for the Yankees, this is a good um, it's it's a good strategy for them. You know, finally something inventive. I think that everybody can. The uh, the Oakland A's have the Monte Crush Davis Cristo, which is ham, turkey, cheese, and strawberry preserves served between Belgian waffles. This is this is the third must have for me. Believe it or not, I'm very this grew on me. I'm very intrigued by the combination of sweet and salty, and it's got everything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eliminate any of the uh, of the ingredients. So I'm. I'm actually really. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna try this. This is a must-have for me. The Seattle Mariners have something that's pretty polarizing, because it's not a metaphor. It's not an alliteration. It's not an acronym. The Seattle Mariners are set to serve toasted grasshoppers. And people apparently love these things. They love these things so much that they serve, I think they only serve 314 of these per game, which I think was Edgar Martinez's lifetime average. Okay. Like 314 orders of these. Okay. So they've got a limit on the grasshoppers. It's like, and they're chili flavored with lime. And people swear by them. And I will say this. I'm, I'm not going to say for sure that I'm not going to try Grasshopper there. Okay? But if I do, if I try one of these Grasshoppers, I'm going to feel like I'm on Survivor. And the part where they have to where, – where they go in and they have to eat the, the, like, the, like the strange animals – to, to, to advance yeah, and yeah. you eat it and then you got to clear it all from your mouth and then show Jeff Probst that you ate it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just, if I have one of these, I'm going to pretend I'm on Survivor and I have to eat this to win the challenge for my tribes mates. Is Omar, is Omar Minaya going to try these and say, we need to innovate and we're going to have roasted cockroaches at City Field this season? Omar Minaya just uh, named all of the uh, grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> and you are he named them all Oliver Perez. <laughs> you are Oliver. And this you is are... Oliver one. This is Oliver two. The Tampa Bay Rays have the uh, <laughs> the Reuben Cuban sandwich, which is not the Reuben Tejada Cuban sandwich. It is pulled pork sausage, <laughs> corned beef, cabbage, kraut, pickles, Swiss cheese, and Russian dressing inside of Cuban bread. The most elaborate food offering from perhaps one of the most bland teams out there. Yeah, and it's interesting that the Rays would do this. I thought Miami would do something something like this, but apparently Tampa claims that they invented the Reuben 
or they invented the Cuban sandwich or one of those. They, really? they invented one of these. So I'm, it's, it's very, and, and when I went to Tampa, I thought the food offerings were very pedestrian, very old time ballpark, which is makes sense. Cause it's an old time stadium. Yeah. What they have, what they have there. So it's good to see them coming up with something like that. For me, too many things. I'm not a fan of sauerkraut, cabbage, pickles for me to try, but if you're into them, go for it, man. Now these, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Tampa will have something that's kind of expensive this year. The next two, uh, I'm not sure which one will make it because I feel like they could both crack your list. So yes. the Texas Rangers. They both could. The Texas Rangers have a chicken and donut slider, which is chicken in between a glazed donut paired with buffalo ranch and honey. And the picture boasts some waffle fries on this sandwich. So, John, what what is this? You know what this is? It's number four, isn't it? It's number four. That's a must-have for me. Oh, it's so good. It's a burger. It's, it is a burger. I can taste it already. <laughs> Have you done a glazed donut-themed burger in the past, or will this break it? No, this will break it. I, I, I've not, Well, not a burger. No, I haven't had a donut on a burger. Yet. Okay, so this is this it. Is, this is this is gonna bust that. This is number four. This is number four must have for me. And that means that the jerk chicken nacho nachos from the Toronto Blue Jays just fall short of your list. Nachos top. It's, it it just it just missed. It just missed. I, I'm I'm intrigued by this, and if I still have room in my stomach, I'm definitely gonna try them. Yeah. I, it just missed the list. Yeah, these sound. But they said it's very good. Tell tell the people what it is. Because yeah. I interrupted. No, no, no. You didn't interrupt. I, I was going to say it's probably because of the coleslaw, which probably – Probably. You know. it's, yeah, that made the difference for me. But again, coleslaw I can have in a pinch. Okay. and But I feel like it's going to be a little bigger of a pinch on these than uh, like the Salt Bay uh, from that steakhouse in Manhattan. It's, uh, nachos probably. To- it's nachos topped with jerk chicken, cheddar cheese sauce, uh, coleslaw, pico de gallo, sour cream, and green onions – um, although interestingly enough, I don't know if this is a Canadian thing. The cheddar cheese sauce is listed as cheese cheddar sauce. So I'm not sure if it's, Oh, that's gotta be a Canadian thing. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand the cheese <laughs> cheddar, the, the, the ordering of the, of the word ordering, the ordering of the words. I'm going to be funny with that. Um, and so you have your four. From the American League side, from the That's national, my, those are my American League four. It's it's Baltimore, it's Houston, it's Texas, and what was the other one? That, and and Oakland. Those are my four. And those are going to be your playoff teams too, right? Those are going to be my yes, yes. They're going to be in the playoffs, all of them, even <laughs> Oakland. Yes. Shout out to Eric. Oakland's uh, got Oakland. Shout out to Eric Nelson. And shout out to Jonathan Lucre. <laughs> the only two people that are going to support the A's this year. Um, Probably, yes. So the National League, did you want to take this or? Um, I can take it. I have to find I have to find my list. Oh, I, I got it. In my pocket. I, I got it. Unless, oh, no, I, got, uh, I got it. I got it as well. You, you have um, it in your pocket. <laughs> I got it in my pocket. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. it. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to. Lead off right. Okay, actually, you know what? I want to go backwards with this. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Okay, I I understand why. I understand why. Yes. Okay, so we're going to start with Washington. They've got the the crab grilled cheese, which seems very interesting. Crab cake, tomatoes, and American cheese on sourdough. 
I love the sourdough aspect of it. Um, and I'm very, you know, I'm not a crab cake guy. I had a really good crab. I had a really good crab cake in Miami at a place called this, uh, red, the steakhouse, which I've, I had it in 2014 and I'm still talking about it. And it was like a crab with, with mango sauce. It was really, really good. And if anybody goes to Miami, you have to go to red, the steakhouse and, and just, it doesn't matter which steak you get, have the crab cake as the appetizer. It's really good. But I am intrigued by the crab grilled cheese. What about you? I am super intrigued by a crab grilled cheese. This is something that I feel like you're at a restaurant and it's a little bit out of most people's comfort zones. Definitely not mine, but I feel like it's something that you're at a ball game. Let's let's phrase it like this. You're at a ball game. You see this. You're not really sure about whether or not you want to waste $15.75 on something. They have to charge that much because they're bringing the crab in, but you don't know if you want to pay almost $16 for a sandwich when you can go spend $16 and get all reliable. So this is something that I feel right. like is, is a gatekeeper that you walk up to it and this is either going to be a game changer for you if they deliver, or it's going to deter you from trying new food at stadiums. That being said, that's kind of a metaphor for what it's like to go to national stadium during the heat of the summer. So very apt comparison, right. not one of my, tops but one that i definitely want to try yeah it's it's and it's definitely at least it's a little different because if you if, you, if you've gone to a nationals game lately you know that they all they have all the stuff that the mets have they do all they the get Danny meyer stuff shake shack yeah they have shake and all of that and i think and they got the taqueria also yeah they they kind of just you know partnered down the interstate and said let's just all rock this and scrape any innovation out of city field that was left or was ever created right yeah they used to have five guys the uh, nationals park used to have five guys which was spectacular well they still they do went to shake shack well so. they still do they're just in the starting rotation so ah there you go that's it Oh man, please, please eradicate my existence. Um, so <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm... all right. So next, we'll go up to we'll go up to San Francisco, and they've got another crab uh, option. They have the crazy crab sandwich, which is um, dangness, ding, dungness, <laughs> dungeness. Am I reading that right? I'm old, and these letters are small. I see Brian Dunson. So we'll call it Brian Dunsing crab meat with mayo, tomatoes, and garlic butter on sourdough bread. Again, another another option with the sourdough bread. It's popular, and it comes right after the Washington Nationals. Um, my biggest complaint: Why did they name it the Crazy Crab Sandwich? There's nothing particularly crazy about this. Crazy about it, yeah. What? Hey, like I feel like Brian Marketing. said. Brian, what what should we name this? What what's on it? Crab? Oh, that's crazy. Okay, there you go. Like, how did that go? Crazy crabs. Oh, that's a capital idea. Let's drink. <laughs> I mean, so is this something that's just like at to you? Because it, it it doesn't stand out to me. Probably it does. Yeah, it doesn't really stand out. Um, I, it's, I I I don't know which one I would try between Washington and San Francisco. The garlic. Butter is like the thing that stands out, but then it, it depends because it's like, is the crab meat going to be good enough to compete with the crab cake? These are the real questions. Yeah. And is it going to be, is it going to be breaded in, 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 uh, in, or not breaded? 
you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. How are they prepped? So maybe that's going to be a game too day much, decision. Yeah, too much crab can be – it might be – it's probably going to be breaded because it's in a sandwich. That's what I would I would uh, guess. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be with you. And by the way, I don't know if we should drop this now. I will definitely be here. I don't know if I'll see you there, but I'm going to be recording for our YouTube channel. So um, we'll hopefully be able to uh, intersect here and, and get – some yes, good either clips. we'll intersect or we'll or we'll uh, combine our efforts and see what we have, and uh, we can at least have some, you know, video of us trying these uh, these delicious things. Yeah, hopefully delicious. Um, and uh, yes. I, I'm excited for this next one. I am too because it's the first National League must have for me. Is it really San Diego? Yes, the Seaside Markets Tri Tip Nachos, and and a friend of mine who lived in San Diego for a while said I have to try these and I he didn't need to because they were on my list anyway so we're talking about nachos topped with tri-tip cheese sauce sour cream barbecue sauce and green onions a lot of things I like nothing I really don't I'm I'm in try and tri-tip can't go wrong now what is tri-tip it's a it's a it's kind of it's a it's a meat it's just tri-tip I it I why have I never heard of it? I'm I'm gonna sound really dumb, but I've <laughs> I've never heard of tri tip. I thought it was a gimmick. Um, you know, I I yeah, it's no, it's uh, it's uh, it's like rib tip. Oh, okay. Except there's three different Four ribs. Those lines, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna pretend. Well, it I'm, sounds good. Whatever it is, it sounds really really good, and I'm and I'm in. Uh, I saw a picture of it, and the picture of it looks spectacular. So I'm in. <laughs> And the St. Louis Cardinals, I think, have another kind of interesting option. It is very interesting, and I think it's new for them. It's uh, uh, Gidea's or Gidea's – it's like Jif or Gif. I don't know what the, the, the G is soft or not. Uh, hot salami sandwich. It's a salami sandwich with pepper jack cheese, pepperoni, yellow onion, and mustard. Another very intriguing option. I could definitely – It's not. A, I didn't put it on the must list because I had to pare it down, but it's very interesting to me. I hope I hope this is in the sample size as well. Yeah, and it's – yeah, it, it's it's a risk. It's, it's kind of like I don't think of um, adobo bao when I think of the New York Yankees and I don't think of hot salami when I think of St. Louis. But bold for right. them – Bold for them to step out of that barbecue kind of aura down in uh, – Yeah, or down. for St. Louis fried ravioli. If they brought fried ravioli, I'd buy three tickets. Like don't, don't even yeah. start. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but hey, I mean their season looks like it's going to be pretty good and they have a pretty good offering here. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. For sure. Now the next one, we got the Pittsburgh Pirates. The pulled pork pierogi hoagie. Pulled pork – Pierogies and crispy fried onions in a bun. I, I like how it's like in a bun. It's not toasted. It's just in bun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can live without and, it. Yeah. And and uh, yes, you could live with that. And I could live with it because it's number two on my must-have list is for it, the National League. Is it really? I love pierogies. And you put crispy onions on anything, you win me over. <laughs> I didn't. You have won me over, so I've got to have this. I thought that might have been a little too simple for you, but I guess simplicity is okay sometimes. I'm a simple guy. Yes, I am absolutely a simple guy. I give me that pierogi hoagie. I'm in. And there's no Sidney Crosby affiliation with this, so you're a little less malicious toward the city. 
No, no. If they called it the Sidney Crosby pierogi hoagie, it'd move right to the bottom. <laughs> but I can't see Sidney Crosby eating a pierogi hoagie. It just, it's not him. Maybe with the Bobby Valentine mustache. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, it is. It, um, anything Sidney Crosby eats has to be like, like have lettuce and be water based to represent his tears every time he cries to the ref. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> Not at all. Now, now speaking of simplicity, the next one um, is Bull Slider. And, and I got to admit, it's not on my must-have list. I don't do Bull's Barbecue enough when I go to Philly. I just think, you know, my go-to options are the cheese, the Tony Luke's cheesesteak and the chicken yes. pizza fries. Yes. But uh, the Bull Slider seems very simplistic and very good. Pork sliders with coleslaw, you know? It's just, it seems, that's that's what it is. I feel like... That's something you can get anywhere, but it's got. I'm sure it has the Bulls barbecue sauce, which makes it, which sets it apart. So, uh, yeah, it seems like a good option. Yeah, it's fine. You know, pretty simple. Um, if anything, the lack of apostrophe in the word Bulls just kind of irks me. Irks me. Um, but beyond that, yeah, yeah, fine, fine. Yeah. So your problem is more grammar than taste. Yeah, yeah. You know, pork sliders sound good. Yeah. It's just simple. I'm not a coleslaw guy either. Um, pork is hit or miss, but with coleslaw, it's just a pass. But I guess that's what the yeah. I guess what's that's what the P in the Philly logo stands for now. All right, next one we'll go to the Mets. Uh, the uh, the classic New York deli pastrami sandwich, pastrami sandwich with with mustard on rye bread. It's it's very simple. It's very New York. I don't know if it's what you think of when you think of a Mets game. And for me, yeah, I could get a pastrami on rye around the corner. I've got a I've got a legit Jewish delicatessen called uh, Ben's Best, which has been featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives for their kreplock and their pastrami. So if I'm going to have pastrami on rye, I'm going to go right around the corner. So no offense to this sandwich, but it's it's very weird to associate it with with a ball game at City Field when there's so much other stuff that they have. This kind of gets lost in the shuffle, even though it is a New York thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because both of the New York teams kind of have something that I think most people are going to opt not to take. <laughs> like, right. Because like, you, you feel, oh, I can get it here. Right. Like, if you're going to take back New York, at least try to take back New York on every front and offer – I mean, even the Goya Nacho Station is a little bit more intriguing than this. Yes. So yes, absolutely. Weird call. But even like the Goya Nachos, you know, I probably would pass because I've had it before and I would have it again. Right. But I think that that would be. I think that I love their Goya Nachos. I love the other nachos too. I love the nachos from Taqueria. I think there's good points to both, but the Goya Nachos are served in a helmet. Right. You can get them in a helmet. So, but I, I love the Goya Nachos because the the, the the chips and the ingredients are so fresh. I think they do a really good job. I did, yeah, I think that should have been what what uh, what what the play was there. Yeah, and the, and they remind me of the nachos from Shea Stadium back in the day. So that that's something that I I would have loved to uh, to see better representation of the stadium, a little bit more flavorful. The taqueria would have been great. Um, also, Mamas of Corona would have been fun. Um, Mamas of Corona would have been good. The the rice balls. The yeah. rice balls that they have, the Arantini Brothers rice balls. Yeah, or I, or they could have brought back the grilled cheese that you love. You know, like that. Oh, oh pressed? Yeah. Oh God, don't get me started on on why they got rid of pressed. Don't. Oh, <laughs> breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Okay, moving on. 
Milwaukee has the cheddar beer bratwurst, the cheddar bratwurst with grilled sweet onion jam inside of a pretzel sausage bun. This is very intriguing to me. It just missed my list. I'm. It seems simple, but you know, again, on crispy onions and onion jam are big for me. So again, please have this in sample size because I want to try this. I'm surprised. I thought the pretzel sausage bun would have really secured this for you, man. It, it, yeah, and and it, you know what? And if the, it, it 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 just fell short. Just but when you show that, and maybe you know, I guess you can interchange this with the pierogi hoagie. Maybe if <laughs> if this was going to jump in the list, maybe it replaces Pittsburgh. But it's you know, you could you you could have easily had either one on 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 the list. I definitely want to want to. This would be nine, I think. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But just like the Milwaukee Brewers did last season, it falls just a little bit short. Just a little bit for me, but not. But hey, listen, it could it, it could very well be the best thing out there. <laughs> to be determined. We'll we'll try it. To be determined. Well, we will try it. Okay, the the Marlins have something that's interesting. It's it's very intriguing. It's a bacon wrapped plantain. At least it's different, right? Yeah, I like you that. You have the plantain wrapped and topped with bacon. Guava marmalade, queso blanco, and cilantro. Nothing wrong with this here. No, I'm curious about how a plantain is going to taste with queso blanco. I feel like that's either a great idea or an awful one. But I guess we'll right. see. Yeah. Right. And if you if you like plantains, then it's a great idea. So. Oh, yeah. So uh, that that's going to be interesting. That doesn't crack your list, though. No, it doesn't crack my list. doesn't crack the grade eight. The <laughs> Los Angeles Dodgers have a Cheeto Lote. Which is a basically an elote with it's it's a corn on the cob covered with chipotle mayo, parmesan, tahine, whatever that is, and flaming hot Cheetos. The only thing that surprises me about this is that the Dodgers would sell something that's red. If they could have made the Cheetos blue, they probably would have done it. But yeah, I'm so in on this. I yeah. love elote, and I I'm I want to try their take on elote. Yeah, and ch- I guess it should be like chelote. Which would have been like a better alliteration of that. But man, hot street corn is going to be rocking. I guess the red they can swing with the Turner Association if they want to go that route. And that would be better than what the Colorado Rockies are doing with their strange player association. And I'm stuck. Well, fu- yeah, it's funny because it's the one burger on the list. And you'd think that we would be all over this. And, yeah. and I'm interested in trying it. But it's, you know, they, they could have gone in so many different ways. It's the Todd Helton burger. And fresh cut fries. Cheeseburger with pickles and fries on the side. <laughs> and that's it, you know? They could have got, gone so much more inventive with this, but they basically went very basic. And maybe it's because Todd Helton's name is associated with it, and maybe that's the way he likes burgers. So, okay. I mean, but I, I will say this. The Atlanta burger, the H&F burger, was very simple. It was just basically two patties, with baked with mustard and ketchup, and I really like that. When it comes to burgers, they could be simple as long as it's quality. So, if if you if you give quality meat to this, then it could work. I, I wished it was more inventive, but listen, if it's the way if Todd Elton's name is on it, then it should be the way he likes it. Compared to everything else on the list, it does seem underwhelming. But watch it be the big winner of the day. Watch, yeah, exactly. Longest line, everyone's just like, what is with this hipster food? I just need something normal. (laughs) Hipster food, cheeseburgers. 
Uh, all you millennials in your avocado toast and Cheeto Lote <laughs> ruining my damn baseball. What are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Where are my hot dogs <laughs> and my nachos? What is this devil magic you're giving me? What even is a planton? I don't understand. So moving on, we go to, we go to the uh, Cincinnati Reds and they're giving us a fry box, which is fries with bacon, cheese, gravy, and green onions. Which ironically enough is what you could call the Cincinnati Reds over the last three years. Just the fry box. The fry box? Yeah, that, that's been their team yeah. mantra. They're just, yeah, they're fried. Yeah. Get, and they're fried in April. Here in this box, these with these fries with bacon, cheese, gravy, and green onions, lay the Cincinnati Reds of 2018. Their slogan for this is, you, you wouldn't trade them for anything, just like Joey Votto. <laughs> or you, could, you couldn't trade them for anything, just like Joey Votto. The, uh, the Cubs are actually featuring something that I've had in Wrigley Field. It's the Chicago Dog. It's a beef frank served in a poppy seed bun with sport peppers, a dill pickle spear, Tomatoes, onion, relish, and mustard. Very basic, very Chicago. I've had it in 2007, um, probably with, without the pickle. Um, and I really liked it, and I've recommended it to people. The problem for me is that I don't think hot dog technology has really advanced in the last 11 years. So I probably, you know, the, of the ones I would have to skip, I'd have to skip that one because I've had it before. Yeah, and to be honest with you, if you're going to go for beef frank, we have City Field. We have the Yankee Stadium. We have the Long Island Ducks. We have enough around us that this is probably not going to be something that outside of Chicago will have the same meaning here. If that yeah, means, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, so uh, Chicago Dog, nice effort, but try again in 106 years. Right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. All um, right, so we go to the Braves. We're in the last two now. The Braves have something very intriguing, and this is another thing that could have that could have easily been on my must-have list. It's called pig picking. Barbecue spice tortilla shell. They spiced the shell. Stuffed with curly fries, mac and cheese, pulled pork, coleslaw, and roasted corn pico de gallo with fried pork rinds on the side. Uh-huh. Now, I agree with Ted Berg. Where if you're going to put everything in the taco, why put the fried pork rinds on the side? Just throw it all in there. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love this. And if there's, a, if there's an acceptable amount of coleslaw in there on here, I might try it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it's not too overdone. Interesting name. Pig picking. To me, this seems more like a pig digging than a pig picking because picking implies only one or two things. Um <laughs> Right. You know, uh, this isn't on your list, though. No, it just missed. It just missed. I, I, it's funny. It's I'm warming up to it as I go along. Every time I read it, I warm up to it a little bit more. How many times so, have you read this list? How many what? How many times? Have you read this list enough so that by April 21st, you're going to show up, and if they leave an ingredient out, you're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. Oh, I'll have them all memorized. I will have them all memorized by then, for sure. I'm going to be looking at this list nonstop for a month. <laughs> I'm with you. It's, it's going to be wet from all my drool. Especially with the main event. And it's funny because the funny part about this is that it's been around for a while, and it's the only dessert-based item on this list. And there are some good desserts out there. There are, but this is. I, I think. I think when the Diamondbacks and I don't know if the teams kind of collaborated with each other 
to come up with this list. But when Arizona walked into the room, if I, I, I'm, I'm picturing somebody from the Diamondbacks walking into the room, slamming a five by seven index card on the table and going, Churro dog. And then everybody else just kind of took their dessert possibilities and slid them off the table because they're like, we're not, we're not competing with this, with this monster that Steve Gelbs once tried to eat in one sitting and couldn't. <laughs> this is a churro topped with frozen yogurt, chocolate sauce, caramel, and whipped cream inside of a chocolate iced donut. A friend of mine who has been to Arizona said, forget your list of eight. Just have eight of these. Can you topple it? Can you do what Gelbs couldn't? Oh, I can do it. I can absolutely do it. If it's the only thing I eat all day. Listen, there was a place in the city, and sadly it's gone now. It's It, it was called Holy Cream. Okay. And Holy Cream has an E in it. So it's whole with an E and a Y at the end, Holy Cream. Basically, you they gave you like a pound of ice cream in a sandwich that was, the bun was a donut. You could put anything on this damn thing that you want. Like I put like Reese's peanut butter cups on it and like sauce and whipped cream. And you could just like really do this thing up. I ate this thing, my body regretted it, but my taste buds did not. Oh. Churro dog may yeah. be on that list where you could do it. And I know I could do it, but you can only do it once in your life. Are you going to have to wait till the end or is this going to be where you start that's a great question starting with dessert might be the death of me that's the only thing oh, so yeah. if i have this first it's it might be a problem for me to eat anything else so this is gonna have to stay to the end we'll see what happens but yeah those are the eight on my list it's baltimore houston oakland and texas and pittsburgh la san diego and the and and the Arizona churro dog. Those are my those are my must have. And then and then anything after that is a blessing. Absolutely. If I could survive after those eight to have the cheddar beer bratwurst for or the pig or the picker pig the pig picker, then I'll consider myself lucky to be alive. I will too. And you'll have to you'll have to prove. I don't even know what you do at that point. Do you just keep eating? Yeah. Like do you just like I don't know. Do you you gotta I, wash it down with some beer if you get the beer voucher too. Do you have a Do you have a must list? I I do and I don't. I I'm troubled because I eat about five or six times a day in small portions. I don't do well. I knock out if I eat a oh, lot at once. You, you graze. You're like me. Yeah, you graze. Yeah. So this is problematic in two hours, man. So like for me, I want to try the grasshoppers because number one, they're grasshoppers, and number two, I feel like they're not going to be too heavy on the system. They're, they're grasshoppers. They're bugs. Like, right. Yeah, it's protein. That's it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could do one chicken and donut slider, maybe not the two. I want to try the crab grilled cheese. Chicken and waffle cone, I, I'm worried that they're going to throw too much of the honey mustard inside of it. And I feel like that could throw it off. I feel like it could get doused too easily. The nachos are good, but considering it's going to be in the afternoon, I don't want my whole day to be bogged down. The, uh, the beer is interesting to me because... I'm not a beer drinker. I don't like beer that much. But is each club going to have a beer or is it just going to be like a Bud Light tat somewhere? Yeah, I think it's just going to be like some craft options from uh, local craft options. I don't know if each team is going to have a beer option. Because that's going to be too much, man. Beer is heavy. I have a must not list, which is different than the must list, I guess. 
So I okay. You have you have the, you have the band list. I do. It's the Phillies. It's the Pirates. It's the uh, it's the Rockies because the Rockies have never been so disappointing to me. The Boston Red Sox. I don't trust it. The Angels. I don't. I'm not feeling it, man. I'm gonna put the Yankees on that list too, just because. What are you thinking? Not nothing with bad with chicken and pork rinds, but come on, man. If you're gonna don't pretend now after everything we've been through that you're going to try to innovate. You know, like like don't fool me. Don't show up. At, am I wrong here? Am, am I like off base? I think it's a very interesting tack you've taken with uh, with that portion of the list, with that item on the list. You know, like every, you know, you're 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 you're. It seems like you're angrier at their marketing strategy than anything. I am. I am because it would be it's like, like it's like. Look, we've been all here putting together five patty burgers and impossible chicken sandwiches and. <laughs> And ice cream of death. And now you want to come in and think because you're the New York Yankees, you're going to put pork rinds on something and everybody's going to love it because you're the New York Yankees. Yes, precisely. And because your bar is so low when it comes to food that this is going to be like the greatest thing since sliced bread, which I'm sure you started Five years after everybody started serving sliced bread at ball games, <laughs> that's what you're thinking, right? Is that it? It's precisely it. It's the phoniness. Okay. It's the phoniness. <laughs> it's like it's like in five years, I fully anticipate the Yankees to be like, man, our food sales are slumping. Pretzel buns, like you know, like they're just so out of touch. They're they really are the Marie Antoinette of new of of food. Like even their get, you know, they just pissed me off, man. When I first went to that stadium, they they had a, everything is metallic and cold, and they sell a chicken tender and fry basket for twenty dollars. It's like twenty five. At twenty five. Twenty five. I've had that bucket. I've taken it home because there were too many fries. <laughs> twenty fry dollars for chicken and fries. What is yes. Uh, this is giving me a headache. And can I tell you something? When I went Please. to the stadium series hockey game in Yankee Stadium between the Rangers and the Islanders, I never saw so many buckets of French fries thrown at Devils fans than I did that <laughs> night. Because at at that point, at a, on eight degree night, that was French fries made better weapons than they made French fries. I mean, to be fair, I would not expect anything less out of Yankee Stadium. Nothing. <laughs> Using French fries as a medieval tactic is completely in line with the Yankees pretending to be lovable last year. I see you, New York. You're not yes. lovable. You're not. <laughs> you can hide behind the $180 million payroll and try to act like lovable losers, but there's only one of them in New York. They're the Mets, and they're hardly even lovable. Okay? Don't even... <laughs> the, the Yankees last year were like Gargamel wearing a Smurf costume to lure you in. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have you trapped and you're like whoa 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 hold you're on trapped but at least they'll give you the pork rinds in a bun so i think that covers our our food portion of the show where can people yeah. find you um metstradamusblog.com is the the website and you can find me on instagram and twitter at uh, at metstradamus very easy enough and you can catch me each and every week on WLIE 540 Sports Talk New York Live at 7.02 p.m. for the 
Major League Baseball report, where sometimes they let me talk curling, but only like <laughs> once every four years. Find me over on Twitter at Josh Chaplane. Uh, you can find some of my work on Medium and on BurgerBall.media. You can head on over to the BurgerBall YouTube page. It's going to be BurgerBall Media. Stay tuned as the season ramps up for what we have in store, which should be exciting. And we will see you soon for our National League East preview.